Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Yeah. The charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh-oh. Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Ask me, ask Eliza anything, it's time to ask. Ask me all your questions, leave them in the Instagram comment section, leave them on your Twitter, or leave them on your Facebook, we'll see them. Jacked up. Let's do it. Welcome back to Ask Eliza Anything, the podcast where I am your charismatic, energetic host, and my sidekick, Emily, is just a giant attitude turd today. Come on. These people are listening. They're in their cars. They're on planes trying to get jacked up on that plane. They're working out. You got to pull your weight. I hadn't not pulled my weight yet. You're not, not, you, shut up. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta put your you, but you coming into the booth with a bad energy. That's a, what she's all upset because she went to see the Avengers. No, no don't that's spoil not why it. I'm upset, but you Which, can't spoil it. Oh, is there something else? No, I'm not upset. I didn't. I don't sleep well. She had a bad night's sleep, and she's dragging got, into work. I got Lucy or crystals. A lot of supporters out there. A lot that. of supporters. A lot of people who Googled it and were like, "Oh, okay." Shout out to your crystals. You can always call in sick and give me a break. <laughs> break from that toad. Please don't call in sick. I need you. I need you because the locksmith is coming today. I have to go somewhere. Yeah, I pulled it all together for today. All right. Well, shout out to anyone out there right now feeling a little loosey or crystally, bad tootie. You're on Team Emily. <laughs> and you can unite all of your garbage energy to form a mediocre energy. And I'll be over here straight stunting. Like the Power Rangers, like the, the Megazord. Power Rangers. I don't know. I was too old for Power Rangers. You know there have been like 20 seasons of Power Rangers. I, that show, there's something weird about that show. I liked that. Well, here's because here's the Who thing. Who are they? Yeah. They, it was originally like a Japanese show. So all the fight scenes where they have their masks on are footage they've pulled from the Japanese show. I always wonder why it looked a little weird. Then they film like them with their masks off in our native. But nobody country. knows who the like. No one's like, oh yeah, that's a famous Power Ranger that went on to be like Ant Man. We know Amy Jo Johnson. Do we? Yes, the Pink Ranger. I don't know who that is. I always thought the Pink Ranger was a boy. Because, like, it'd be, like, you know, no gender. No, pink and yellow were girls. Oh, typical. <sighs> typical. There's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. What was the other one? That was, was the a- first one, but then there's, like, Dino Force and, like, What was STX. the Earth Club one? STX is definitely... <laughs> Captain Planet, production right? Company. Captain Planet. Yeah. What's the one that's, like, unite, form of a turd? Is that Captain Planet? That's the Wonder Twins. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know what that is. Wonder yeah, we're Twins. way off base here. Activate. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
Who cares? I know how much you love comics. I just, you know what I hate? The kids that are like five years older than me. Like, oh, you don't remember. Uh, and I'm like, no, because I was five when it came out and you were 10 and you consumed it differently. Right. Like, I don't have like a hard on for your nostalgia. I mean, it's the Power Rangers. They've been going for so long. They have like full on just Power Ranger conventions where it's just all the Power Ranger actors. People just rock hard. Yeah. And like their weird codes. It's just a walking subreddit. Everybody's got Everybody's got a helmet on. Uh, you uh, were never a, you were too old to ever be a Power Ranger for Halloween. Yeah, I think so. No, we're the same age, and it was <laughs> it was right in my wheelhouse too. How old are you? I turned thirty six today. So not really oh, the same. Today, today's your birthday. Right now. Happy birthday. What is wrong with you? I mean, happy birthday. Why wouldn't you tell us the second we walked in? I'm not a birthday person. I don't care. But oh. you're having one. I mean, I have to. Yeah. Are you doing default. something yeah. fun? I'm gonna work like fifteen hours today. Oh, oh it's, it's such a guy thing. Like, yeah. I don't want because you don't want to think about your mortality. No, I don't care about that either. I'm just you like, Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> yes. Because they don't devout. celebrate birthdays. No, I just I'm, I've just never been like a. I don't care. Scott, it's your birthday! I'll get some sushi tomorrow when I don't have to work 15 hours. Ooh. Cool. Where are you gonna, okay, fine. We'll talk offline where, where did, I'm gonna send you. Yeah, good. No, I have a really good place. We'll did you dress okay. as um, a Power Ranger, though? Just, I usually do it on Sundays just, just last for night, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's it. By the way, now people are at shows are gonna be like, and here's a gift for Scott. We know he didn't want to say it, and I gotta schlep this back for you. I'm gonna eat your gift. Nobody's gonna do that. Don't we had give, like three people that said I uh, was cool or whatever. Yeah, everybody. I appreciate Whoa. you guys. But that was Suck it, it, high school. They're yeah. saying dreamy voice, sounds hot. When is he going to be a guest? Uh, when he puts a shirt on and comes to work because he's yeah. always naked <laughs> in that booth. Poor Scott. Poor All right, Scott. let's get to the... Yeah, but don't, I don't cry for me, everyone. I guess, I don't know. I think Power Rangers were at the time, but like they were for little kids. Yeah. And I you ironically went as a Power Ranger. You didn't yeah. go like... Well, I never actually went as one, but it was an option that was on the table. Oh. I guess I don't remember it. I kind of just forget about things okay. that aren't important to me. I was a pink ranger one year. Okay. <sighs> Great. We've covered it all. We got it. Here we Let's go. get to the heart. I'm trying to in- inject some energy into this. People are doing cross-country hauls, all the original truckers. There are people working out right now, and they're Maybe like, they're I got tired. Maybe they're No, nope, they're not. They not doing a fucking on. podcast with your Yertle the Turtle voice. I wound up listening to probably three episodes last night because I kept waking up, like, in a sweat, like, of scared. Podcast? No. Oh. Of, of podcasts, of, like, <laughs> improv podcasts I've listened to before, and I know what's going to happen just to have something, so I... My mind turns off. What is wrong? What is this dream? Don't tell me about your dream. I don't. But I, I just know that I was very upset every time I woke up. So I listened to very calm podcasts. Oh. Just to have a sound. All right. If you ever need to call me. <laughs> In the I night. I can do ASMR. Ugh. I can do mukbang. I can do. Wait. No. Yeah, I you can, can call do- me too and I'll eat a bowl of noodles for you. <laughs> I can do Us. The movie Us meets ASMR. I'm scratching on the window pane. That's so scary. Once there was... A cereal bowl. All right. Oh, Anyone God. who didn't watch that uh, movie just thinks I'm being squeezed on the nipple really hard. Uh, okay. All right. Jo- Kick it off with some energy. Joey Jojo G <laughs> says, go. my husband runs on anxiety. I'm more even Steven and can handle most things. Cool. Is that I a clinical s- term? <laughs> I sometimes don't know how to help him deal with this anxiety. And when I say you just have to deal with it, he takes it like an insult. How do I support him when he is having an anxiety attack? I don't know. 
I don't have anxiety attacks. I'm not a doctor. But that is a real, that's like a real thing. I think it can't be discounted. No, the guy obviously, like it's a psychological thing. Like that's a real issue. Say in female comic labels it issue. But if it's a genuine anxiety attack, Mm -hmm. I imagine you have to just be calm and let them go through it. Right. Versus telling them to calm down, which never works. Yeah, they feel like they're straight up dying, like their heart's going to stop or something. Like that's the feeling that they get. I think also I'm kind of a, like, let's just get through it. What are we complaining about? Like, I love a mini pity party for myself, but, like, it's over in, like, a minute. Mm-hmm. I think the other person showing a little bit of compassion makes you then not feel panicked about the fact that you're panicking. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of, you know, be there for them. Trying to, it's, for type A's like us, it's hard not to get frustrated when someone's emoting at the wrong time. Right. I mean, you just have to deal with it. It's not helpful. It is an insult because he can't deal with it. If he could deal with it, he would have dealt with it. I think as women, though, sometimes we're like, why are you being a big old thick puss? Like, why can't you just, you know, it's so funny. We're always like, I want a sensitive man. And then when you get one, you know, you get frustrated. Come on, ladies, pick a lane. He's allowed to have his emotions. Right. Or just leave the room. Like, do 50s dad style. And be like, I'm going out for cigarettes. You can bang your head against the wall, surely. I'll be back. Right. I mean, does he need to to see a doctor? Have you guys looked Clear into it. solving this? Are right, there next exercises you can you know, do? She doesn't to... need us to tell that. I just think a, a modicum of compassion and just taking a deep breath, maybe talking it out logically. I don't know. That's a tough one. Why'd you pick a question like that? Because That's like you a, didn't look at any of these. I looked at everything. Mm. What? So you're gonna you're gonna f me? No. Okay. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already struggling, stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy. And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around. And I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Anonymous. Hi, Eliza. Thank you so much for creating Ask Eliza Anything. I have a question about feuding in-laws and wedding seed assignments. Grab your gun. I'm getting married in October and my fiancé's cousins, let's call them Bob and Mary, have this ongoing fight regarding Bob's girlfriend. Bob started dating Mary's close friend Lisa over a year ago and Mary feels totally betrayed by her brother and her former friend. Bob and Lisa are kind, successful, 30-something people who have found happiness and possibly true love. Mary is usually real chill. <laughs> and, and not, not a B-word. Not a B-word. She's not a B-word. But she took this betrayal to an unnecessary level when she donated her wedding gift from Lisa to charity back in February. Oh. Now that our day is approaching, I need help deciding on where I should seat them. My fiancé's father is super embarrassed by Mary and keeps flip-flopping on his advice. I personally, DGAF. If these chicks have one too many and exchange words, my inner goblin will oh, shamelessly bring her own popcorn to watch this drama go down during yes. our wedding weekend. But I know that my fiance would be mortified. Honest thoughts and perspectives are welcome. Okay. My biggest pet peeve about, I mean, I followed that because I was able to read it as you said it. If you just read that to me, I would have zoned out and you have to read it again. Uh, but I read it. Basically, what you have here is somebody who's super selfish. Like, the idea that somebody would ever take something as a betrayal because your brother's dating your friend, they're married now. Like, they're married. It's not like he slept with your friend and you had a crush on Are your brother. Are they married now? It's yeah. just his girlfriend. Bob's girlfriend. Bob started dating Mary's close friend, Lisa, and they're Mary feels betrayed. Bob and Lisa are kind. Mary, what about the, the gift? That was, uh, oh, Lisa, oh. Hold on. Yeah, Mary's the sister. Lisa's the girlfriend. Lisa gave Mary a wedding gift, and Mary dumped it. Oh, Bob and Lisa are dating, though. Yeah. Right. Lisa's the friend. Mary and Lisa were friends. Mm-hmm. And Mary's sister's with Bob. Mm-hmm. And, and she gave Mary, unrelated, she's married to someone else, mm-hmm. a wedding gift, and Mary got rid of it. Mm-hmm. She's being a bitch. Sorry. Like, why are you upset that your brother and friend are dating? Who cares? They're dating and they like each other. Well, so what's the advice to the wedding holder? I mean, seat them apart. Seat them up. No, because I love it. She's like, my inner party goblin wants to pop that. I love other people's drama. Save money on the band and just watch those who duke it out just, after dinner. Here's what you do. You get yourself an octagon. Any sort of caged in rhombus. Ugh. Um, People, when you have weddings, and I say this time and time again, the selfishness comes out in incredible ways. The fact that she... Can't just shelve it. 
You honestly should have a separate conversation with both of them because you might find that if you're like, look, I understand you don't like them. They're going to be at the wedding. They're both going to be like, what? I don't care. Mm -hmm. Sit them apart. Mm -hmm. Even if it's on the other side of the table, big deal. Like, we're adults. This isn't high school. Eat some cold shrimp, toast, and then dance to the hand jive or, like, that that September song and whatever. Like, fucking... Do twist and shout and and have a piece of challah and sit down. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. It's someone else's wedding. They need to get over it. And if you need to have a conversation with them, you might have to do it. Uh, there's also, if they cause a scene at your wedding, like, you have full right to just stop talking to both of them. Right. I mean, see them apart and then say to them, look, this is our day. Can you be cool? It sounds, it sounds like Lisa. Look, by the way, your brother could be a giant antagonist and you have no idea. I think right. we love to label women as the problem, even though you said she's not a B word, but she sounds like a B word. Take her out for coffee mm-hmm. and be like, I want to hear your side. Like, get to know. And she might reveal something horrific that we don't know. Or she might just kind of, you know, and if you put it to her like, look, I love you, I love them, I'm mm-hmm. in the middle, but this is my wedding, and I'm hoping you can help me out here. Mm-hmm. Most people, you know, will be cool about that. Mm-hmm. I doubt she, there's going to be a scene unless you're from, like, a garbage family. And it doesn't sound like you are just based on how uh, tactful you were in the writing of this email. Mm-hmm. So that's it. It's your day, and they need to be cool. People did dumb, shitty things at my wedding, but they didn't bother me. But they were, like, their behavior was rude. But, like, their wedding was never interrupted. I think that's, like, a myth. Like, she was so drunk, she stepped on the pastor, and then he peed on the cake. Like, you'll be so busy anyway, you won't have time for their shit. Yeah. That's it. But maybe take them into separate corners, have a discussion. Let's touch gloves, let's have a clean fight. Ding! (laughs) Haley N97 says, two questions. Is Scott single? His voice is dreamy, and I love his input on the podcast. Do you want to answer that first part? What? Oh, I'm married. You're married. Thank you, okay. Yeah. To your job. Yeah. I'm married. <laughs> and what do I do if my best friend is always here for me and I tell her everything, but she barely tells me anything and won't let me be there for her? She Opinions. doesn't want to be your friend anymore. Move on. <laughs> what are these questions? This is like, it's anonymous and but it's this, like. But this friend is there for her. Like, she's putting in the work on her end. The, f- the person telling us this is there? The person telling us this, their friend is, like, always there for them. Right, and then you try to reciprocate. Some people have trouble opening up. Right. Some people, and also, like, maybe you're not there as much as you think you are. But, like, yeah. some people, like, I'm a very good friend, and I typically don't need anything, or people don't think that I do. Some people just, that the way they show love is, like, they do things for other people, and they have a hard time receiving. I actually have a friend like that. She's, like, a great friend. If you need any help, she's there for you. Advice, recommendations, whatever. But whenever I try to do anything back, she has a problem receiving. Some people are just like that. Mm-hmm. Better that way than the other. Like, take, take, take. You know? Uh, I bet they're Jewish or Catholic. Have you done that, uh, <laughs> that love language quiz? Yeah. No, but, like but I know about it. Acts from, of service. You know how I found out about it? Wow. What's her name? Vicki Gunvalson from Real Housewives. She did like a love language thing years ago and I remember hearing about it. Oh my God. And somebody gave me the book mm-hmm. when I got married and I was like, oh, totally. And I threw it away. The quiz is interesting. No, don't give a book. Unsolicited. Scott backed me up on this. I had a friend, my friend Molly, really talented actress, gave me an Uta Hagen acting book. You read it, Molly. I, I don't, know you did I'm say that before. You are like, it's like getting homework. It's like getting homework yeah. and 
It was such a big book, and I was like, the parts I go out for, this isn't Shakespeare. Like, this is comedy. I got it. Yeah. And, of course, I could always learn more. But, like, giving someone a sentence like that, I think you'd really enjoy this. It's a power move. Unless you're giving a kid, like, the giving tree, it's a power move. (laughs) Don't give a book. Nobody wants your book. It's hard to— I love to recommend movies to people, but people tell me things to watch, and I'm like, I don't have time for that. Totally. I got my own things to watch. Oh, the worst? YouTube clips. Did you see the SNL sketch where they did— I'm like, no, and guess what? I'm not going to sit through a fucking Honda ad so I can watch this sketch. Like, I just don't— I will find—I will sift through social media within my whale baleen, and I will find what I want, but at least you're recommending. You're not saying, here's the DVD. Watch it by Tuesday. I feel like I've done that, and it, I just haven't gotten a DVD back, so I've just been like, never mind. Don't give me a book, and more importantly, don't give me one of your books. Like, don't give me a self-published book. Here's how, like, dissecting teen behavior. You know, like, bitches be crazy. My guide to singlehood and being a diva. I printed it in my garage. Don't give me a book. I can read my own books. Mom. Anonymous. Wait, did we answer the question? Yeah, so at the wedding, I'm but, somewhere else. No, oh, the front. Not, uh, some people just have trouble receiving, and that is her issue. Right, that it's, it's not necessarily that she doesn't value your friendship or your input, but she's not. Maybe she's not getting anyone's input. But it is a two way street. I have that. I have someone in my life like that, where I'm like, you have to let me help you. Like you want to do all these things for me, you have to let me do it back. Otherwise, it doesn't feel great. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel great to be on a pedestal, and then like you're like, I can't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. So they have to let you in, even if. It, it hurts, even if you even if you are shitty at helping. <laughs> Let me touch your stuff. Hey, Liza. This is so long. I'm sorry. I had a baby in May, and in November, the company I worked for went through a reorganization, eliminating my position across the country. I've been actively looking for work, but I've either been offered jobs with extensive travel, which I'm not willing to do because of my baby, or the pay was shit and wasn't worth it after paying for childcare. In interviews, I'm starting to get the question of why I've been out of work so long, and I don't want to mention that I've been picky because of my baby, because I'm a female in a male-dominated industry. I'm afraid they will either think I'm not committed to my career or that I'll leave as soon as if I have another baby. What should I say in an interview when asked this question? Oh my god, first of all, it's illegal to discriminate against you for that. Second of all, but they <clears throat> can and say it's something else. I mean, every oh, for state sure. except Montana is like at will employment. Okay, uh, I you fake it till you make it, and you bullshit your way in. Why was I out? Were you out of work? Uh, I took some time off to reassess and really look at the job market, and I really wanted to be specific. My skill set uh, mm-hmm. is one that took a long time to acquire, and I want to make sure that I'm being utilized in the proper way, and that's why I'm actually sitting here. I think this is a great opportunity. I don't plan on having any more children. You uh, don't even need to say that. If they ask, oh. be like, not planning on it. And then when you do, like, fuck it. Lie, because if you're capable, I'm assuming you're capable at your job, just like everyone else, like, beef up that res, get in there, bullshit your way in, then do a great job and become inexpendable, Come become essential mm-hmm. to that company. That's mm-hmm. what happened is you, your job was eliminated, but perhaps... You know, you weren't essential to the company. Make yourself so indispensable. That's the opposite of in ex indispensable. Make yourself so indispensable mm-hmm. that they can't get rid of you. Right. Like, bullshit your way in. I yeah. took some time off. Yes, I had a baby. And then I really, it, gave, it allowed me some time to really sort of reassess and find what was wrong with my job and what I wanted to eliminate in the next job, my own goals. Uh, and that's what I want to do here at uh, Qualcomm. 
Right. I mean, and in every interview, just saying, like, this is, I was waiting for the right opportunity. I'm not applying to everything. Yeah. I'm applying only to this. You're my dream. Every industry does. And by the way, everybody lies. I have sat with showrunners who said, yes, I will do your show. Call me on Monday. Then they never picked up the phone. Everybody lies. Nobody has a spine. Bullshit your way in until you get the job you want, and then you be fucking undeniable. Mm. End of story. And tell that baby to raise itself. Moving on. Anonymous. Hi, there are a lot of layers to my question. I need to set up the context. I've been dating my boyfriend for 3.5 years and I've spent lots of time with his family. Last month, I posted a picture from a women's march I attended with a simple girl power caption. His ultra-conservative family went off and called me a humiliation to their family. This wasn't the first time they made uncomfortable slash hurtful comments, so I asked my boyfriend to stand up for me and tell them to chill. This caused a war. My boyfriend still relies on them financially. We're 23, so they hold power over him and threaten to, to cut him off. How do I navigate this so my boyfriend can keep a relationship with his family and I can keep my self-respect? You are allowed to post on your Facebook page whatever you want. They do not have to follow you. They do not have to agree with your politics, but for the sake of him, perhaps we can all shelve these things at dinner time conversations. He also needs to not be financially dependent on them. So unless he is disabled in some way, I don't know why he doesn't have a job. Maybe that's another issue, but I also can't speculate. There might be a problem. Uh-huh. Uh, you're, it's not like you came storming into Christmas dinner. You're, you know, and by the way, feminism is a totally legit cause. It's not like, I don't really see it. Like, you're a piece of shit if you really don't get it. Like, you're choosing yeah. to be myopic. But those are your social policies. And it's not like you came in. You, they came to your page. Mm-hmm. So... That's it. They came to your page. They don't have to. And if you if it makes it easier, just you could go private or unfollow all of them or block them mm-hmm. just to keep politics out of it. But you can't back down from that. And you'll just be like, these are the, this is the way I feel. If you want to have a dialogue, that's fine. But being angry at me doesn't get us anywhere. Right. But I have to be honest, like anything worth fighting for, there's going to be a fight. And it's just kind of interesting. Like that's just all you did was post about going to a march. And people lost their shit. Imagine if you were someone, if it was like a civil rights movement, like a Rosa Parks or Martin Luther King or a Gloria Alder, like actually making these strides and look what you've had to go through. So I'm just saying, like, this is a small, this is the price we pay for standing up for our convictions. And that's what it's going to be. I've definitely taken it on the chin with my fair share. Everything ranging from legal situations to, like, people calling for my head on a spike. So spit, spike, same thing. So just know that this is a small price that we pay for asserting our freedoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty innocuous. So they're just... Yeah, tell that family to unfollow you on Facebook and chill out. They sound like garbage and your boyfriend needs to get a fucking job. Yeah. Job. Okay. Or uh, mm. you get a new boyfriend. You don't want to be married to that family. I mean, but it, 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 it sounds like he did stand up for her to an extent, which is nice, but I guess got some pushback from... Whatever his support is. Uh, buy, the, buy them a book on acceptance. Buy them a book. Everyone loves a book. Just a leather-bound copy of all of, of like, a bunch of feminist speeches. Get, you know what? The vagina monologues. Get them an Eve Ensler biography. Alice Kerr says two things. Following a dog named Steve, which was an episode. Please, can you demonstrate for us your extensive list of The Office impressions? And the office impressions? Yeah, I think you said you were really good at doing impressions of The Office. Oh, that's because I was office. watching it at the time, so I don't know. Sorry. The <laughs> Office? Like the show? Yeah. 
Right now I'm watching The Sopranos again. Because you do a good Kelly Kapoor and you do uh Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, I got all dressed up. I got all dressed up and I've been waiting for you at our special place. Tell me you love me or I'll kill myself. There you go. It is really good. That's good. I didn't know yeah. I did Kelly Gabor till just now, but I guess You've I do. You've done it before. Oh. Yeah, but Nobody obviously wants, we've moved past Nobody that. wants to hear my Sopranos impressions? Okay. Oh! Everything you say, they're like, oh, well, this guy is fucking Moulinian. All right, stick to Kelly, maybe. All right. <laughs> most of their stuff is pretty racist. All right. Uh, oh! <laughs> Over here. Okay, fine. Part two. Why do baby arms top, bottom of the cup always revolve around sleeping or waking up? What? feels very apt Why do what? Why do baby arms top and bottom of the cup always revolve around sleeping or waking up? Because she doesn't do much else. I do It's movies. But you don't let me in. Talk about not reciprocating love. I don't know. Ask her. What's your answer? That's the eight hours of your life. That's a third of your day. Cool answer. Cool math logic answer. To what people wanted to know about your safety. You are paid to be here, by the way. Yeah. Aren't you? Yeah, I pay you a little bit. I'm here. Rachel, 89. I'm going to make you a star. You could smile a little bit. No one Whoa, can see Oh, look us. at that look she just gave me. <gasps> Do you ever see having a possum outside of your house with its glowing eyes just looking in? That was the look you gave me just now. Whoa. <laughs> Rachel, 89, reader, says. Walk soft, talk softly and carry a big Diet Coke. I don't drink Diet Coke. That's gross. <laughs> If you could spend time with any What's comedy, Rachel, Rachel, eighty nine reader. Okay. If you could spend time with any comedy influencer, living or deceased, who would it be? I would have Who's loved to just be in the influencer. same room with Robin Williams or Chris Farley. Love your show, keeping awesome. Uh, you said influencer, so I thought you meant like YouTuber or like no. Instagram. Where I'm like, who's a so dead influencer? Uh, would love to have met Sam Kinison. Would love to have met Chris Farley. And by the way, like spending time, like they might not be that way off stage, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like. Really more the persona. Um, maybe if I could be on set for In Living Color, that would have been cool. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I know because I'm a woman, I'm supposed to be like Carol Burnett, but I didn't watch that She's show. She's alive. Oh, well, it's oh, alive or dead. I'm sorry. It's oh, alive or dead, but she is alive. Oh, I, I didn't watch Carol her growing Burnett. up. I missed it by a couple oh, of years. Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball. Great call. Because not only Was hilarious she... businesswoman. Businesswoman, beautiful hilarious so smart dragged along her husband who was like totally worthless yeah but like hot desi lou desi lou i mean didn't she invent like the multi-cam or something crazy like that i should know more she's okay so there's one you know any of these people it's worth talking to Mm -hmm. uh so yeah okay okay up there those are the dead or alive i mean most funny people. I don't know. I feel like you've met a lot of alive funny people. Also, like, a lot of funny people are assholes. A lot of people are assholes. You meet them, they're like, okay. Most comics are, like, mentally deranged and, like, mm-hmm. not great people. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends. Okay. And here's a list of who I think that about. <laughs> Ashley Smiles 629. I don't have Instagram. Crazy, I know. Hoping you oh, see Oh, Elizabeth this. Banks. If she's listening, I'm a huge fan. I think she's pretty. Oh, hoo-ha-ha. Got an amazing career. And Dot I, com. Yeah. And she's I, directed the new Charlie's Angels. Yeah. She was in the latest Power Rangers movie as Rita Repulsa. She's great. She's beautiful. She produces. She directs. She acts. She's funny. And she's in like a wide range of movies. Like she was, she was, a, was, and she was in, in 30 Rock. Yeah. She, oh, she was so good in 30 and Rock. And she was on Modern Family. She's in that upcoming horror movie uh, that James Gunn. Why did are we not Brightburn. celebrating her more? 
I don't know. We should be talking about her every day. She directed one of the Pitch Perfects. Yeah. Whole can of worms I opened. She's directing the new Charlie's Angels. Yeah, Elizabeth, Kristen Stewart. You should be directing, mate. (laughs) And I, her hoo ha ha has like uh, gives a lot of (laughs) her hoo ha ha. That's a web hoo ha ha dot com. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Okay. They don't pay us, so let's move on. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like "Mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ashley smiles 629. I don't have Instagram. Crazy, I know. Hoping you see this. Yes, I see what's on the Twitter, too. More than once, I've seen a mom wearing leggings so thin that her thong completely shows when she bends over. I'd never want to humiliate another mom. Should I say something or not? No, she knows. Yeah, when you bend over, it's just because the material goes sheer. Goes sheer, yeah. I mean... Uh, what are you going to you going to... I mean, either way, you're seeing underwear, so... Here's the thing, though. You're saying it's a mom. Like, is it... Once you have a child, like, no one can ever look at you sexually. Why does the mom thing play into it? Right. I definitely have put on leggings and not realized that they were sheer. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that you're saying it out of concern for the sanctity of her sexuality. Like, hey, girl, like, I can see your bra strap. Mm -hmm. I think you, and I think a lot of us, our jerk reaction is like, oh, that's offensive. Mm -hmm. You didn't say if she had a good or bad body. Female comic decides someone has a bad body. What is a bad body? My body's good. Uh... I think you have to ask yourself, because I've definitely done this, so I'm not, like, admonishing you. I'm just saying, ask yourself why it bothers you. 
Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us, you know, we're like, I'm a feminist. I, you know, women. Of course, you're not going up and like shaming her to her face. Really ask yourself why it bothers you. I think sometimes as women, we get angry when other women display something sexually mm-hmm. because it's like a threat. You feel threatened. Do you feel it's just inappropriate? You know, if so, one woman's inappropriate is another woman's, like, holiday wear. So I think you have to ask yourself, what is it that is it that she's comfortable with it? Is it that she's a mother so she shouldn't sexually express herself? Maybe those are her only leggings. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's more about what bothers you and less about this woman who's clearly fine with it. It's not like she has a hole in her crotch and you're telling her that there's something different. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe it was laundry day. That's all she had. Could be. She's just trying to get some stuff done. I would really sit, I would take, I would have a come to Jesus with yourself and I'd say like, why am I bothered? Typically it comes back, it comes down to jealousy. I'm not saying you're a bad person. We all do it. When I don't like something, I if I really dialogue with myself, I'm like, yeah, because I wish I was her. I wish I had what she had. And she's flaunting it. So mm-hmm. there's that. That's a very real thing with women. Or dudes, they do it too. Like, Fuck this douche. I'm like, why? Because he's hot with a nice car? Yeah. Real loser. Next question. Felicity Lou Turner. Dear Eliza, I just started a new job, which I love, but I'm having issues with a colleague in my team. We had never met previously, but I am aware that her ex-fiance and I had a bit of a hookup situation going on quite a few years ago prior to their relationship. She has been openly hostile and bitchy to me to a point where my other colleagues have commented on it. She has a boyfriend at the moment, so I'm doubting it's a jealousy issue. I could accept that she just doesn't like me, but we've had minimal contact and it's always been polite. Then how is she openly bitchy if it's been polite? My main issue is that she is unbelievably rude whilst I massively get on with the rest of my colleagues. Please help. P.S. Can we have an episode with Scott as the guest? He's hilarious. No, Scott is not allowed in this room. Oh, um, thank you. I I feel like so this girl's British because of the word massively. Uh, and get on. Um, you got you got to talk to her face to face. You have to. I don't. It sounds like you might be a lot hotter than her, because <laughs> that's what she. Or if I were her, I'd be. And you're ugly. I'd be like, what the fuck? I dated a guy that was willing to settle for a two, when I'm an eight, a nine with makeup. Um. You have to talk to her. You yeah. have to because speculation exacerbates the entire thing. Other people's input makes it worse. You have to be the bigger person mm-hmm. and you have to say, you know, and by the way, what's going to be hilarious is when you're like, I know that, you know, I dated your ex. You're like, what? You dated Timmy. Right. You got to get it out in the open because what happens is then we start to stack all of our speculations and emotions on top of, like, phantom emotions and no one knows what's going on. Right. Get it out in the open. It almost always makes it easier or makes it go away. Right. You have to just talk to her. Get her defenses down because she'll be very guarded. Like, what What do you want to talk about, you know? Mm-hmm. Say something to her. Just be like, I feel like you, you know, what you can always do is the bullshit thing where you're like, have I done something to offend you? Uh And you can even say, you know, I've noticed it. Other people have noticed it. I don't have a problem with you at all. You could even, you know, be like, I think, I don't know if she's like, I think you're a cool girl. I don't have a problem with you at all. I know that you have a boyfriend now. You can, you, you, what you could do is say, I know you have a boyfriend now, so I can't imagine that you hate me or don't say hate. Don't Uh say hate because that gives her, and then she goes, I don't hate you. Then it's like, you're a crazy person. I can't imagine that's why you're rude to me. Like, just positive as things that, like, I can't imagine that's why you're rude. 
mm-hmm. and make it like, yeah, and then and then maybe she'll be like, no, yeah, you're right. I think I was just being a bitch. Yeah. But just stick to the facts. Don't say hate because then she'll be like, I don't hate you. And then the whole thing becomes about how she doesn't hate you and how she's right. Right. You have to talk to her. Ugh. You have to get it out. Most people sometimes don't even realize they're doing it. My bottom of the cob's about that. I'm going to share it later. Give her a chance to not be a fucking Megatron bitch. Mega bitch. This weekend at the Palladium. Anonymous. All right. Hi, Eliza. Love you and your podcast. Left and right. Also, you're my favorite female stand-up ever and actually encouraged me to do stand-up for the first time a while back. So thank you for your inspiration, confidence, and for being the hot female comic that's both unapologetically female funny comic. and intelligent. Fucking swinging on these hoes regardless of gender left and right. I, when people say fe- – I really appreciate that. That's very sweet. When people say female comic, that makes it like, well, you're the best of these girls, but you're – when it comes to boys, no one knows if you could ever follow an open micer. Just mm. so you know. If you're a comic too, you're a comic. And I've said female comic before, but, like, you're a comic. Female president, president. Like, you still have to do the job. I'm not like, and I only do these jokes about double X chromosomes. Okay. Just now. I just got a new prestigious hospitality job, and in the two weeks of working there, I've had two significantly older colleagues ask me out on dates to which I both politely denied. The staff group share slash swap shifts on a WhatsApp chat, so they now have my number and won't stop texting me unrelated babble slash petty conversation. I understand I'm new to the job and don't want to, one, disrespect my elders, and two, come across as a self-centered bitch who thinks her shit doesn't stink. I feel awkward at work now and obligated to smile but don't want to seem flirty. The line is vague. Do you think I should say something stern to avoid further rejecting or change my attitude towards them completely? You are suffering from what a lot of girls suffer from. Like, oh, I want to make – like, even the fact that you're using the language. Like, I don't want to come off as a bitch. You're Mm -hmm. not. This – and I'm not the girl that's like the patriarchy has infiltrated our minds. But that language is from years of hearing men say like, oh, why are you being such a bitch? Why are you being so cold? Why can't you adjust your attitude? You are there to do a job. And if there's one good thing about living in L.A., it's that people don't respond to texts, messages, whatever. And it is totally – people are almost embarrassed that they tried. Mm -hmm. I've had guys reach out. I just don't respond. The fact that you're on WhatsApp, these guys can't be that old. Like, respect your elders. Like, maybe you're 20 and they're 45 and you're thinking they're older. But, like, it's not like they're 90 on WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. These guys – and they also might not realize what they're doing. You have to block it and not engage. And when they say something, you hold firm. You don't have to be rude. And you can be nice and you can smile and all those things. You be professional. And if it becomes an issue, say something. Mm -hmm. You have to make it clear that they're being unprofessional. It is not a part of anyone's job to placate – the boy-like ego of a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. That's it. I put my foot down all the time with male comics. And a lot of times, it's not even sexual. It's just, like, about respect. And that's it. And you have to just treat them all the same. And who cares if someone calls you ice cold? I understand in a, a work situation is different. I've never had, like, a corporate job. Mm-hmm. But you are not there to be an emotional punching bag. You're not there to be a sexual object. You can go out for drinks with colleagues. You can keep professional. You don't have to answer those texts, and you can block them. You are not their therapist. Mm -hmm. You're there to do a fucking job. Right. I mean, I don't know if you can block them if you have to swap shifts. Or you know what? Never respond. That way, Mm -hmm. when there's an issue, you can show it to HR. Be like, here's a string of texts. They never got the hint. I hate to say this, but guys do that a lot. They just keep texting. Because men are rewarded for – Oh, my God. Men are rewarded for persistence. 
It's always like, I didn't like your dad. And then, you know, he just kept showing up. And then, you know, when a girl does it, it's like fucking psycho. Like, quit knocking on my window. Mm-hmm. I have had guys where I'm just like, here's months of texts that I've never answered. And you just keep writing me. And yeah. when you put it all together and you show a third party, it's like, oh, my God, this person looks like a psycho. And maybe when you lay it in front of me, be like, have I ever answered a text? I have a couple show uh, promoters. I've literally never done their show once. And I have years Every week. Hey, are you around to do my Sunday midnight show? I'm like, have I ever said yes? What has ever given you the indication that I would say yes? Well, persistence is key. Well, I'm persistent in not answering you. So I'm just saying you be persistent and you be thorough and you be consistent in your professionalism. Mm -hmm. You are not there to give these guys boners. And it doesn't matter if you're likable. And I know that sucks because your boss might be, like, a good old boy piece of shit. But if you do your job, like, the numbers will add up in the end. At least I'd like to think that. Mm-hmm. This is not your problem. And they're not – quit calling them your elders. There's no way they're that old if they're using WhatsApp. Unless you're, like, 19. In which case, it's probably, like, not a real job. She's like, I work at the Wiener Hut. <laughs> and I love this career. Anonymous. Hi. I love how smart your comedy is and was excited to learn that you also share an environmental concern of mine, plastic. I've been trying to make better purchasing decisions based on packaging, but plastic is freaking everywhere. Any tips beyond bringing your own containers? I'm sp- specifically perplexed by what I'm supposed to do with all these beauty and makeup containers. I know. Thanks. I know. I know. And it's tough to – I get gifted a lot of stuff, and I try not, I try to give away a lot of stuff. Like, people always want to send you things. Mm-hmm. I've stopped – I've started telling companies, like, please don't send me stuff. Like, it's great to have products. I don't know. I don't know about, like, making your own beauty products. There are companies out there, if they want to sponsor us, that's cool, that use, like, I think, like, Lolly is one of them, doesn't um, Jackie Michelle Jackie Johnson? Jackie Johnson's? Probably. Yeah, I think they, is it just that they're natural? There are, if you go on Instagram, you can find, I follow a lot of, like, waste-free accounts. There are a lot of people who use minimal plastic or glass. You know, I recently, um... We did my bathroom drawer, and I was shocked to see how much makeup I could pare down. At the end of the day, you probably only wear, like, three products, unless you wear a ton of makeup. The issue isn't that you are using your makeup. The issue is – I saw this meme the other day that was, like, hilarious that we're making it, like, the environment is is, rests on you because you're using a plastic cup. We are dumping in the oceans. We are – uh, spilling oil, we are creating pollution. Like, these are massive problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that being said, at a granular level, all of that is, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you do better with the makeup. There are eco-friendly, sorry, that was like a rant. There are eco-friendly products out there. But be careful, because eco-friendly could mean, oh, we don't use bugs or animal parts in this, like fat. And it's not, like, actually for the environment. It's just for animals. But it mm-hmm. all does come in plastic. Yeah, there's got to be makeup out there that comes in sustainable packaging. I mean, there's definitely things. Yeah, like there's a new uh, detergent that comes in cardboard. Can you get me some? It wasn't in it's our area, it's but it's real. like it's like a new. Oh, you know what? I think Mac and like Laura Mercier, I think do this thing where if you buy a pallet, you can you get can refills turn it back. for the pallet. Like you can get the little metal refills and you put them back in the pallet. Oh. The idea being, you don't have to take the whole plastic thing and throw it away. You can just mm-hmm. buy the actual eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Um, there's that. Use everything, you know. Single use is like I drank a cup of water, I threw away the cup. 
you know, if you're holding on to things for a while and really using it versus amassing, I think as girls too, I got 12 different highlighters. They all do the same thing. Uh It's all bullshit. And you just get them and then a year later you're like, I don't really want this. Use what you have and be be, uh, judicious about it. I think things are shifting. Yeah. And it's good. It's because of stuff people keep doing Mm -hmm. what they can, you know what I mean? Like all the straws, whatever else, Mac doing their thing. Like people are noticing and doing the right things. Little things. So Yeah, do the little things. Keep on. Yeah, just keep on, keep on. And I saw a program for uh, mascara brushes. You can send them to this company that will use them as therapy wands for hamsters. to like. (gasps) So you could do that. Just look it up. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get a lot. But a huge waste of makeup. I mean, this doesn't apply to most people. Like movie sets, TV sets, fashion shoots. When I get my makeup done, they use a different mascara wand every time they apply mascara because they can't dip the same one back in. The real solution is give me the mascara to take home and then we can just use the same wand. So much. What We just glossed right over therapy wands for hamsters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it's like to stimulate their little nerves. If you Google this, it's a thing. Mascara wands for hamsters and it like you can brush them and – or like rodents. Like people that raise animals use them. Is it a stressed out community? I don't know what it is. It's so weird. But I was like, that's where I'm sending my mascara. I'll donate to that right now. Yeah, maybe look up the company. Maybe they have a thing where you can send it in, like Creation Juices, which is a racket over here. They come in glass bottles. That's why I spend the money to buy them. I'm not shaming you if you can't afford it. You bring the glass bottle back, you get a dollar back. Mm -hmm. I I will not buy anything. Last night we uh, needed water. We're having an issue with the filter in our home at the moment uh so we went to the store and we just we bought all glass bottles was the plastic less expensive yes but like that's you have to keep reminding yourself like this is the price we have to pay Mm -hmm. we fucked up the earth and now this is what you have to pay i understand if you don't have a lot of money there are things you can do but this is it is it is inconvenient and that is the cost Mm-hmm. whether financially or just, oh, I've got to go put this in this bin. Like, yes, it is work. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Nothing worth doing ever is. I even got you a little recycling container oh. for your office papers. Oh, yeah, it's on the steps. I have to give that to you. <laughs> I got you one at the container. We use all glass bottles on this show. Yeah, for because of everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's plastic on the top, but it's fine. You can't put. You can't spin glass. That's the in a glass. other thing that breaks my heart is that like you always see like amazing products. Like I think some marathon in England, they're using seaweed pods filled with water instead of water. Mm-hmm. But like that's there. Or like this company builds houses out of old plastic. I'm like, it's in Indonesia. Like nothing's ever like right here in L.A. Here's what you can do. Yeah, it's always like some concept company in like Azerbaijan. They're working on it. But Work the company out. is headquartered in Culver City, so. Yeah. But keep on. Who was that? The one that wrote about the thing? Is it anonymous? Why would you be anonymous with that? Uh, that was. Keep on trucking. Keep on yeah, trying. Yeah, it wasn't anonymous. And just know that if it's inconvenient, you're probably doing the right thing. Right here at Soho House, I go in for lunch, and every time I want a juice, they're like, they come in plastic bottles. And I'm like, there's no reason it can't be glass, and I don't order it. You will have to go without many times. Down to, oh, you ordered food to go, eat it when you get home, when you get utensils or bring them with you. Like, don't you? I ate with my fingers the other day, didn't I? Mm-hmm. And then I recycled the plastic container. C. Meggia23 has a related question. Hey, Eliza, big fan. As a human that cares so much about the environment, what are things that people do that bugs you that hurt the environment? Like littering, not recycling when it's available. Love yes. you so much. All those things. It really is laziness and people are complicit. I called out the whole main room last night because they all had straws. P- 
people don't think to do those things. They just were not programmed. You'll fight a litterer. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I have yelled out of the car, cigarette butts, you fucking piece of shit. The fact that for the longest time, all we had to do was put our trash in trash cans and people couldn't master that. Like, you're, you are stupid. There is an equation. It equates stupidity and littering. Only yeah. dumb people litter. It's lazy. It's rude. You have no consideration for those around you. The cigarette butts in the street drive me crazy. And everyone who smokes does it. It's oh, just flicking in the street. Where do you think that goes? It goes into the drains, which go into the ocean. You mm-hmm. fucking piece of shit. That, straws for no reason. Uh, and then waiters are like, what are we supposed to do? Don't give them a straw or have them ask. And a lot of times it sucks because the waiter is like, well, that's not what our company wants me to do. And, of course, you want to keep your job. Mm-hmm. It is expensive to do all these eco measures. But if you can, you should. Really, it's usually laziness. Just seeing plastic everywhere. Like, people eating their lunch. They just leave something on a beach. Like, you're disgusting. Like, your mother failed you. And you're garbage. Yeah, I hope I've shamed you into picking up your shit. Always recycle it. Uh, Plastic bags in general. Unnecessary. There have been a lot of posts uh, because of how many Avengers screenings there have been of, of the cleanup after. Because it's been full theaters and everybody's just leaving mass quantities of garbage in the seats like garbage that they brought from that home is not this that doesn't bother me we're indoors you're not outside like there is someone to clean that but it's just it's, people are bringing in like their own snacks and drinks they're op- cracking those open they're throwing them what on the floor supposed- people are just animals no, yeah people are supposed animals. to you're not supposed to leave your popcorn container no I'll take it out to the garbage can i do take it out i guess i've left it a couple times but that's not littering you're indoors I'm, I'm not saying I think it's part of a bigger problem. I don't think people it's, just flinging things. People think, you know what the problem is? People always thinking someone else will do it. Yeah. And I was thinking about that. I'm not spoiling it. During the battle last night on Game of Thrones, this is obviously later, the White Walker battle, I remember thinking I would be hiding the whole time, pretending, and then tell people that I fought. Because I would the whole time be like, I hope someone else is like arming these archers because I don't have the energy. It really, it, it takes up energy. Like, say, I'm really having a day here, guys. I can't be loading these I, arrows. It's for just you. hard, and I'm scared, and I don't know. And that's what happens with plastic and stuff. People are like someone else will do it. Oh, it's just the one straw said eight million people. We've all seen the eight billion people. We've all seen the meme. Think of it. It's gonna go right in that turtle's nose. These things mm. are gonna go right. We're killing all of our whales. Your kids won't have any animals. So don't support things. That's like- what's stressing out the hamsters. Oh, Aww. send those wands. The episode's going to be called Hamster Wand. Send those wands. Brush their little fur. So, anonymous. You ready to move on? Fine. Fine. Hi, I'm 28 and live in Calgary, Alberta. Recently, I was out at a pub with my friends, and we made friends with a group of people playing darts next to us. I was a little tipsy and in a flirty mood, and I ended up hitting it off with one of the guys. He asked for my number, asked if I want to go for a drink sometime. What I keep getting hung up on is that he is older than me. He's 42. He's very handsome and has an English accent and was a great conversationalist. My question is, how old is too old? I've never dated anyone that much older. Does it matter? Well, Emily, we don't know how old this person is. Yeah, she's 28, so this is a 14-year difference. Okay, sorry. Uh, First of all, do not get straws in your drinks. First of all, grown men should not be drinking out of straws, all right? It's girly, and I do see gender There's nothing about straws. They're going for a drink. Although she's from Calgary, so she's probably getting, like, a Boilermaker and, like, two beers, Mm because they fucking put them away there. Mm -hmm. Uh... I don't know. It depends on who you are. I don't but subscribe to, like, too old, too young. Like as long as you're happy, 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, if he's like 50 and you're 18, like he obviously has a lot of money. I don't think 42 is that old, honestly. 20, it's a little old, but, you know, do you want kids? Is he going to want to have kids at 45? Like, these are all the things. Maybe you don't want kids, in which case, fucking live it up. Get that yacht. Have an old boyfriend. Who cares? Mm. That's it. It's okay. whatever works for you. All right. Most men are not that mature, so and most women kind of, like, mature faster. So I've always had older boyfriends. The man I married is the same age as me, which is weird, but I've always dated. Not always. That's not true at all, actually. But I have... Dated a couple of guys older than me. They like you because you're young and hot. And you like them because it's like a father figure. It's whatever works. But it probably won't work out. Just because he doesn't want to hang out with a bunch of your friends unless they're super hot. Who knows, though? Give it a go. Sounds hot. Schmitty 1987. Hey, go up to Banff. Go up to Lake Louise. Some nice Calgarian sex. Go over and get a Nanaimo bar. Yeah, I know all, I fucking love Calgary because I dated a man much older than me as well around the same age gap and he was from Calgary. There and we had go. a great time and I called him old all the time when we fought. <laughs> and Jamie, guess what? You're still old. <laughs> Moving on. Anonymous. Hi, Eliza. and Hi, Emily. I wish to be anonymous. You asked for specificity, so I'll try to bring context to my question without being too wordy. This past year has been the best and worst of my life. My wife broke up with me last March. I lost 20 pounds and got more active. I did some deep soul searching. I did not take a class, LOL, and learned to live with myself for the first time. Depression, anxiety sucks. I found someone new and decided that despite having only been recently single, I'd explore this relationship because there was something special there. I got a new roommate who turned out to be completely psycho and stole all my furniture when she was forced to move out. Awesome. I got it all back, but it was a traumatic experience. Moving costs and this crazy roommate have stacked dead up to my ears, and I'm looking at a few months of $5 a day on food to get back to the black. In summary, I've become such a— say thin. Somewhere I've become such a better person in the span of one year, but I keep having to take a knee from a life that never stops moving. Sometimes I feel like if I keep taking a knee that eventually my knee is going to blow out and I won't stand up again. I'm so tired. What are things I can tell myself to get through what will probably be another couple years of hardship to get to that quote-unquote better life? Thank you for your time, and I hope this message makes sense. Uh, are you a boy or a girl? That's mm, anonymous. I'm getting a lesbian vibe. <laughs> I could also be a dude. Uh, anonymous, non-gender, specific person, this is life. If it's not one thing, it's another. You're lucky you have your health. Shit happens. Like, that's just, this is the way life is. No one's, I, I know this sounds like, uh, like a platitude, like, no one's life is perfect. But it's true. If I thought my health was going great, all of a sudden my jaw is an issue. And if it's not that, then your back hurts. If it's not that, then you have the flu. Like, it is one thing after another because that's what life is. Just issues you got to deal with. And you said it yourself. It's good and it's bad. You lost weight. You found someone new. Part of life is just dealing with these things. And honestly, we're very fortunate that we get to deal with them in, an, in, in a good country. I'm assuming you're maybe England or Canada, whatever. You sound like you're kind of just moving about your life okay. And that you get to be somewhat healthy. There are people who never leave a hospital bed. There are people that have no arms, no legs. There are people that have, like, major brain issues. We're lucky that we get to fight and deal with this shit. And I'm not making any light of your depression or anything like that, but this is what being alive is. And I know that's easy for me to say because, like, oh, she's the famous comedian, whatever. Could be more famous. I feel real bad about myself because I'm not. It's always easy to feel bad for ourselves 
But, like, this is what we signed up for when we decided to inhabit planet Earth and be in this lifetime. Shit yeah. happens. And, like, it can't ever be all bad. Like, look, you lost all that weight. You felt really good. You met someone. There's ups and downs. And fr- every time you experience something bad, just know something good's around the corner. By that same token, every time something good happens, just know something bad is, like, about to happen. So that's it. And in terms of, like, re- waiting to get to that life, it's happening now. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom had this, like, friend or something when she was younger who had this really nice china, and the woman never used it because she was like, I'm waiting for an occasion. Now is the occasion. Use it now. Drink that good wine now. Break out the champagne. Celebrate. Go to a nice dinner tonight. Work out today. Like, it's happening now. You only have today. One day you will get to a place where you have a nicer house and a better job, but you might not, and you don't want to look back and be like, I was so miserable waiting. Mm-hmm. So fine little things, whether it's a cup of tea in the morning, 10 sit-ups, a new kitten. Just this this is all we got, folks. All right. You want to do Tom with a Cob? Break it out. It's a Tom with a Cob. You're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. All right. Kicking it off because that was kind of like a sullen thing. I'm going to do my top of the cob first, okay? Mm-hmm. Popcorn. I love popcorn. I am the Steph Curry of comedy, okay? He's a popcorn aficionado, as am I. Love it so much. Eat about a bag of day. Bag of day. Bag of it a day. I love to pop popcorn, and I love to add my own truffle salt. Mm. Get your own truffle salt with real truffles. Add it in, and you'll just be licking the bottom of the bowl. It's a meal replacement. It is tasty, and I love it. Go to, like, a specialty Italian shop or the nice aisle that's, like, high up at the grocery store. Get truffle salt with real truffles, not truffle flavoring. Put on your popcorn. Tasty times while I watch The Sopranos on my laptop. What, Scott? Oh, it sounds delicious. It's exceptional. I'm going to start giving it as a gift. All right, you. Uh, You with the shirt. I saw a trailer for Hobbs and Shaw, and Dwayne Johnson is just such a gift to the earth. Mm. It looks very fun. Yeah. It's just him, like, pulling helicopters down with his arms. Yeah. Jumping out of cars, making fun of Jason Statham. Everybody likes The Rock. He really, yeah, he really, I have not heard a bad word about him. It seems like he worked hard. You know what? I got something to say that's bad. Oh. His cheat day, his, like, sushi train with the garbage sushi, and the cookies look like they're from, like, Sam's. (laughs) <laughs> like Costco. Like, they just look garbage cookies. You can afford anything, and you're eating, like... Maybe that's what he loves. Shitty, flour-filled peanut butter cookies. Maybe. Garbage food. Moving on. Bottom of the cob. Kick it off. My bottom of the cob is uh, related to sleep and waking up. I had all these nightmares. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> hey, Abigail 92 or whatever. That yeah. Dwayne The Rock didn't have anything to do with sleeping or waking but up. No, but no, I'm covering it then. now. Shit. My bottom of the cob is this. I have a new neighbor, and uh, she was parked with, like, the little butt of her car kind of in the street. So, like, in her driveway, but the, it was just enough that you couldn't get through. Mm-hmm. And we had a truck coming through. And so I knocked on her door, you know, to ask. And so she opens the door, and she looks at me. She goes, what? <laughs> and I was, like, so excited to have, like, an awesome new neighbor. And I was like, hi, I'm your new neighbor. And she goes, okay. And I go, uh, Okay. Now, she had an accent. She was Latino. That has, I'm just saying, like, part of me was like, oh, maybe it was so thick. I was like, maybe she's not understanding me. Yeah. The Latino thing is, I'm just giving you context for the fact that, like, she wasn't like. I'm sure she knows that what is not an appropriate intro. That was my thing. So I was like, okay, maybe you're looking at me and I'm white and that bothers you, but I'm like, could not have been nicer. And I was like, oh, um, 
And then I was like, oh, should I say it in Spanish? Like maybe there's like an, because she, I thought she was the nurse. She was in scrubs and the house has a mezuzah on the door and like a lot of old uh, music posters. So I figured it was like an old Jewish couple. So I assumed she was the nurse because that's what the house looks like. And I go, um, I was just wondering, we're trying to bring a car through here and your car's sticking out. We don't want to hit it. I was wondering if you could move your car. Where do you want me to move it? That's what she said to me. And I remembered on the plane this one time, this dumb woman had her kid and the kid was listening to an iPad at full volume with no headphones. And I said, can you please put on headphones? She goes, do you have headphones for me? That's like this weird perspective that people come from. Like, what are you going to do for me? She goes, where do you want me to move it? And I'll tell you what, I've been watching a lot of Sopranos and I want him up your fucking ass. Move your goddamn car. Someone just swerved. And I said, "Um, I don't know. I, I was hoping you could just parallel park it so you're not in the street. And she just, she was like, fine. Such a bitch. She's super shady. I'm trying to figure out what the situation is at the house. Like, she, yeah. that's the other thing. If she was sweet, like, all you do is be like, oh, yeah, no problem. Hi, I'm so-and-so. Did not want to know my name. Nothing. She's got two kids. And the weird thing is it's a massive house next door. They're always going out to their car for something. Her car's parked across the street. The kids are always going out to the car and getting stuff out of the car. I'm like, you have a whole house. Like, what are you storing in your car? And I wouldn't want to know had she been nice. I'd be like, oh, the kids are just at the car. She's a giant bitch, and she was so mean. And that's it. And now I'm, like, obsessed with finding out what's going on in that house. Yeah, I hope we get updates on this because this is fascinating. Yeah. I fantasize about how to be a bitch back to her. No. You should have just been like, hey, I hope you have great insurance. Peace. And then let the truck company rip her yeah. bumper off. People are going to be said that I said the fact that she was Latino is irrelevant. Uh, I just I, – I honestly thought for a second maybe she didn't understand me. Um it seems like it could have been irrelevant, but I think we're all searching for details right now to make sense. Details. Of this. So then I was so, putting yeah. together. I'm like, okay, you're okay. So you're a nurse. A lot of people of other ethnicities come to this country and become nurses, caretakers, things like that. Then I saw the kids, so I'm like, okay, and because they have also have like an automated like uh, ramp, like for a chair, meaning someone there is incapacitated. So I'm like, okay, it's an old Jewish couple. This nurse lives in this massive house with them and her two kids as the live-in nurse. Uh Why they keep their shit in the trunk of the car, I don't understand. They always have the garage door open. Yeah. And they're always running in and out. It is just odd behavior. I think the old Jewish couple is dead, and this fucking bitch iced him out with her tood. You have been watching a lot of Sopranos. (sighs) I tried to talk to the little boy the other day. I let him pet the dog. Mm-hmm. The little girl, of course, was terrified of the dog. Ugh. And so I'm like trying, I'm like going to give the kid candy. I'm trying. And I said, I go, I said, to him, I was like, what's your name? And he told me his name. And I was like, is your mom a nurse? And he was like, how did you know that? And I was like, don't fuck with me, kid. I know everything. Because oh, I'm staring God. over your fence constantly. Because she was wearing scrubs. And I was like, oh, because when your mom was being a giant C word to me for no reason, I noticed she was wearing scrubs. So, so much for your Hippocratic oath. Do no harm. I don't think so. You're real harmful. All I asked you to do was move your car so no one would hit it. Because you were also parked illegally. So, here's an idea. Don't park like a fucking maniac. (laughs) Okay. Hi, I'm your neighbor. Okay. All right, cool. Can't wait. Can't wait for you to need something. Cup of sugar? How about a cup of dog pee? Froth. All right, what's your bottom of the cup? I already did mine. We're done. That's the show for the day. But you know what? If I know my audience, you got another episode downloaded because you're on a business trip. Get a free vodka soda. Ask first class. Ask if they'll give you a glass. Don't drink out of a plastic cup.
start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time because messes happen because hey listen remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation and you were like i'm serious if that leaks over the counter it'll be a slimy abomination by the time i get back and i was like yeah 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 of course don't worry about it i won't forget (laughs) well oh yeah that happens so start clean with clorox use clorox products as directed rinse after use if in contact with food surface life is a highway and on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.